Hey, moms in business, welcome to the podcast that educates, encourages, and empowers women. I'm your host, Angela Fazio, and I'm committed to bringing you great business information, amazing guests, inspiration, and a godly perspective. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by The Forum Coworking and Events in Chandler, Arizona. It's a great co-work space where people can meet clients, conduct business, um, have private events, or just have fun. It's also sponsored by East Valley Connect Facebook Group. It's connecting Phoenix East Valley community and local businesses. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking with Brittany Hatcher. Brittany is a part owner of a salon locally here, and she has a really inspirational story. She's a single mother and has helped to build a really successful business. Um, I can't wait for you to hear from her, so let's get the conversation started. Okay. Hi, Brittany. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm excited to talk about your business and uh, some things about your life and your experiences. So let's get started. Let's start. um, Tell me about your child. I have a two and a half year old little boy and he's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely a lot of energy, but his little personality is coming out so much like every day. So it's fun to see. He's like, he's funny. What's his name? Radley. Radley. Yeah. Well, you gave him a name, Radley. Yeah. You kind of asked for it. I know. A little bit. I know. He, I'm going to get it. <laughs> later, later on, I'm going to get it. Well, the the good news is it gets worse at three. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I totally remember when um, Matthew, I have six kids, and my, oh my 14-year-old, when he was three, Literally, I didn't go to a restaurant for a year and a half because he was so horrendous. We could not take him anywhere. Oh, it was gosh. awful. Oh. But he's great now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these years later. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> 13 years later. I, right, right. <laughs> so you have two businesses. Yes. So you're a co-owner of a, um, a salon space, Yes. Right? Um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Rentable a, spaces. A beauty salon, yeah. Beauty salon. And then you also have your own business um, with hair, specializing in what, hair extensions and? Color. And color. Okay, cool. So let's start with your business. The name of the salon is, don't tell me, it's going to come, the beauty now, what is it called? The Beauty Garden. Beauty Garden. Yeah. Okay. Beauty Garden. And you have a bunch of women that work in there, yes. right? Because they rent spaces from you. Yes. And so tell us a little bit about the history of your business and how you got started and why. Um, basically, I always had a dream of having my own salon, but um, it just kind of came probably quicker than we expected because we basically, we rented from another space and they just were getting really unpredictable with what they were doing with our suites and we didn't know if we had a if the building was being sold if we you know we put all this money in our suites and then it's like they were pretty much getting ready to either close the building or they wanted us to move our suites to the other side of the building and we're like mm, that's what hard. the heck is going on yeah. and so it just kind of became this thing well if we already have this dream of opening a salon then why not try and find somewhere to be to where we're the owners and no one can take that away from us. Right. That's wise. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of became something that was a dream that kind of accelerated quicker than we thought. (laughs) I thought it was so fascinating. Now, um, the beauty garden is downtown Gilbert. Yes. But when you bought it, it wasn't the downtown Gilbert we know today. No. I mean, growing up in Gilbert, we've, 
seen it, you know, businesses come and go and they just nothing ever stayed and it was like a ghost town. And so we kind of just happened to come across this space that was on the market, but it wasn't really like being like advertised for sale or anything like that. We kind of really did have to go to the owner and, and make him a deal. And um, we actually got really lucky and we got in right before anything started to just blossom. And now it's like crazy down it there. Is. It is know? crazy down there. What a perfect spot for a, a great salon like yours. Yeah, it's exciting. That's and we a got to sure. design everything the way that we wanted it from the ground up, which mm -hmm. made it even more of like our baby. Cause it's like every brick, every paint, you know, every single detail, every light bulb, it was all what we kind of collaborated on and came up with. So it's exciting. And for, probably from, from the audience perspective right now, they're like, Ooh, I want to go buy something and start a business, but it's not just that pretty. It is no. not that pretty. It's not that pretty. It's not. I mean, your building's pretty, but yes. not the, 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 <laughs> the truth process. of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it, I mean, it's a lot of work. There were a few tears throughout, you know, the way, but now you get to see something that you created and it's something to be really proud of. So, so. talk to talk to me about like some of the struggles, the things that were so hard or, or unexpected about the process of owning your own business and being a, a actually a building owner or a space owner. Um struggles I think it's just it's not about you anymore it's not about like with hairstylists we can run a, a space and it's just our business and you come in you do your clients and you leave and so it's just kind of the realization that like you have something else that you need to you're responsible for making it work and so it's just making sure you're, you're kind of a landlord in the way that we set our business up because we have girls that rent from us so, but our responsibilities are making sure that it, it looks nice, that everything works, um, that, you know, we just keep up with painting and making it just a really pretty space for people to come in and, and get their hair done and, you know, take time away from their kids and enjoy their, their experience. And it's, it's just, it's more about like, we're responsible for all the girls in the salon to make sure that we've created a space for their businesses to, to grow. Yeah, that's a I, that's an enormous responsibility. Being a business owner myself, I care so much about making sure my staff has a great life, and you know that they're successful and that they're making the money they need to make. And it's an enormous responsibility if if you take it seriously. And I can yeah. tell that you really care about the girls that are working in your salon. Yeah, I think when you really um, if you really do care about the people and the environment and the like the vibe that you're creating, um, people feel that mm -hmm. and they want to be a part of it. They want to work there. They know that you actually care about them and their success. And I think that's what kind of helps to make a successful business and to be able to continue to grow because people want to be a part. They don't want to go in a salon where someone doesn't care if they make it or not. So I think that's something that we like to like make sure that everybody feels like you know, oh, they actually care about me. They care that, you know, they're helping me post things on social media so I can grow my following. Or mm, right. It's not really just about us because we do promote our girls on social media. And if anybody asks, like, who did this hair? We're, give them their number and go to them, you know, or who did this facial or who did this waxing? And it's really about just making sure that we're all successful. Absolutely. That's, a, that's what I call like a growth-minded 
mindset. Yeah. Like not scarcity. Like I got to grab all the business for myself or, you know, it, there's always much more blessing when you are trying to take care of the people around you at, well, not only to take care of them so they're happy and they stay, but also every single girl in there is a reflection on your salon. Yeah. And on you. Yeah. So that's, that's fantastic. Another thing that um, I know about you, Brittany, is that you care about personal development and personal growth. Yeah. And I just learned about a little bit about, um, what is it called, NBR? Yeah, it's called Natural Beaded Rose. Um, that is the method behind the extensions. Um, and then Big Money Stylist is also a part of that, which is actually um, the business marketing and sales um, aspect of it. So you're you're learning an extension method, but you're also working on personal growth with the big money stylist side of it. So they really like, you're not just perfecting a method with natural beaded rose. They're also like helping you grow to learn how to market yourself, learn how to be a good person and good business person. And then also just to be able to create like a really balanced, beautiful life. Like, so you're only working, they really only, you know, try to help you see that you can work three to four days a week. You can make double or triple your income and you can be with your family and the people that you love and enjoy life. And you're not just like a slave because hairstylists, a lot of us work like five, six days a week and we'll work 12 hour days. And we just think, get that kid's haircut in, get that every service we can take. And they kind of make you see that you can wean those things out and just do what you love and you can work less and you can make more money doing it. And so I think that's what attracted me to a new method as far as like a career path for my personal business. So the the reason why I bring that up, one of the reasons is every successful person I know, every single one is invested in personal growth. They don't just go and try to be good at their job. Yeah. Right. They go and they try to be a better human and they try to figure out um, uh, better ways to serve people and how to better yourself as far as um, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about others and how you spend your time. Yeah. And so not so much that one conference, but that you just are wise enough to go and say, I got to work on myself all the time because if I don't grow, my business is not going to grow. Exactly. And I think um, sometimes when you reach a level of, of success, you can also have an ego. And hairstylists very much have an ego. And I think what mm. can separate someone from being stagnant or successful is putting your ego aside and saying sometimes like, oh, man, I made a mistake or I screwed up. I should take another education class. Um, I don't really like how this picture turned out from the before and after I could have done better here and always wanting to grow. And I think that's where you have room for being the most successful that you can be is not really having an ego like, oh, I'm the best or, oh, I don't need this client because I'll just get five more. You know, that kind yeah. of feeling. Always wanting to grow is really, I think, important for being successful. I think one of the most, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the most beautiful things about a person, especially you know, you're a beautiful woman, right? <laughs> and you could just be like, I'm hot, you know, and whatever. But the humility that, that yeah. just that statement that you made, like that's humility and humility is like beautiful. And it's not insecurity. There's a big difference. Yeah, Being humble is so different from being completely insecure. And I think women yeah. mess those things up. I agree. You know, they you could make the same statement like those kind of statements and it c can come from a place where I just don't feel good about myself. So I 
beat myself up or I tell myself I didn't do a good job. Yeah. Or that's very different from I could have done better there, you know, yeah. and I just fell short. Yeah. I don't feel bad about it. I just I'm, I know that I could have done better or, you know, I'm not going to. I do care about this client and you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a huge difference and it's really um, I wish more women understood the beauty of true humility. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we're hard on ourselves. Yeah, for sure. You know, so whether we don't feel confident in our bodies or maybe we feel like we can do better in the workplace. But I think you need to give yourself a little more of a break. Like you, you're doing the best you can, you know, like, so I think that's just important to always like try to, you know, just be as good as you can that day. I mean, even even as moms, it's like you want to cry sometimes because kids are hard. And I think everybody just needs to like, it's, a, it's just breathe <laughs> yeah. and the next day will be better. And as long as you're always like giving yourself room for growth, then you'll, you'll be better. Yeah. It is so, hard to raise yeah. kids. It's <laughs> super hard. I come in all the time and tell my bad mom stories yeah. all the time. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've had to apologize to my, my 12 year old daughter? <laughs> oh my 12 God. Year I'm, old. I'm so I, like, sorry. There's times where even, even my son, he's, you know, he's going to be three in June and like, There'll be where you, you know, raise your voice or something. And he's like, mommy, you yelled at me. And I'm like, I'm very sorry. Like they call you out and you're like, okay, crap. I don't want you to remember that, you know, that mommy ever yelled at you, but I'm human. Like sometimes the other night I was, um, I'm going to lose my shit for sure. My head spins (laughs) around sometimes. But the other night it was my husband, my daughter, Ari, who's 12 and me were downstairs and I was being a little harsh on her. Yeah, Uh, I was. And I had had a couple of glasses of wine, not going <laughs> to lie. And so I I was just being a little harsh about some homework thing or whatever. She looks at me and she goes, you know, Mom, sometimes I like Dad a whole lot better than I like you. <laughs> I'm like, touche. I deserve that. I fully deserve that. Yeah. You're like, thanks for bringing me back down yeah. and making me like kind of realize that maybe I should just back off just yes, a tiny exactly. bit. Exactly. I was like, well said. Yeah, <laughs> well exactly. Said. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. I love it. I love the honesty of kids because mm-hmm. you just sometimes don't get that with adults all the time. So sometimes it's just like, yeah, mommy, mommy made a mistake. So I'm going to do better tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah. Know? My daughter is very honest. Like yeah. mom, no, you should not be wearing that. Yeah. Or I like your hair better or longer. Well, it's short. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you going to say? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, it's a lot, but yeah. uh, so you had actually quite a bit of struggles in mommyhood so far. Yeah. Yeah. Just a really nasty custody battle that, um, took a lot of strength to walk away from the relationship for my son Mm. so I mean I could have stayed who knows how much worse it would have been or uh affected him long term and I just wasn't willing to do that Mm -hmm. so you know if that meant being a single mom and going through what I had to go through to protect him then I knew along the way that what I was doing was right that's terrifying though the the thought of because I was I went through that as well I'm going to be a single mom. That's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also kind of what led me to natural beaded rose and, and big money stylist was just saying that no one, I don't need anyone to take care of me. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to show my son that if you're not happy somewhere in your life, you can make the change and you can find something that will just just always make sure that you're going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I'm always going to make sure that he's okay. 
and it was hard. It was a hard year. <laughs> For sure. I can't so. imagine. That, well, the, what's so commendable, and I don't know the whole story, but what's commendable is obviously your business is still thriving, and yeah. you know you are doing great, and you went through that huge struggle, not without probably bumps and bruises and a whole bunch of tears and whatever, mm-hmm. but you didn't crumble. You didn't like roll no. into a little ball, you know? No. There were days <laughs> I've cried a lot, but... Uh-huh. Um, at the end of the day, I think when you know in your heart that you're doing something, that you're doing something right, mm-hmm. then you just have to keep pushing forward. And sometimes, you know, it's okay to cry, but, you know, I've never regretted what I did. Yeah. So being a single mom is hard. Um, but I'm grateful that I had a business. There's a lot of women that can't leave. Mm-hmm. They don't have either the education or they... They're just scared. They don't, they didn't go to school. They maybe got married young and they, they can't, they, they're scared to leave. Mm -hmm. They, someone's supporting them. And so there was a lot of, I try to always look at the positive and at least I had a business and I could say, look, someone's not training me right. And they're going to affect my child. I'm out, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm going to make sure that he's okay and I'll be okay because we have to protect them. So I knew I'd be okay. Yeah, but that's hard. That's, <laughs> so what a blessing, though, that you that you had just the mentality to push through it. I just think it's awesome. Thank you. So congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank OK, you. so tell us tell us a little bit about um, where you see your business going and, and the future of your your company. And and how do you because I know there's people out there that want to know how do I project like how if I have a business what do I do how do I grow it or what what should I be thinking about so what are you thinking about for your future of your business um so my goal is to always be able to be there for my son which means that being self-employed that's one of the benefits is that you'll be able to adjust your schedule and so obviously continue to grow in my personal business as far as making double and triple what I'm doing now while being able to pick him up from school and be there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's a lot of times what we get hard on ourselves as moms is, well, I got to work, I got to work and I can't come to your game or whatever. So that's my goal as far as like my personal business. And then as far as my salon, I, I do want to open another location and, um, you know, be able to, to grow as far as that goes as well. Because there's really just, with the way that our business is set up, there's a, a cap out. And, you know, you, you if you're full, then that's just the, the amount of money you're going to make with mm-hmm. rental salons. And um, there's either rental or there's commission, and we chose to do rental. And so um, I know we always planned on at least one more location, um, if not two. And so it just depends as far as I think timing also helps, you know, like we always knew that that was the goal, but we didn't know when it would happen. And the same as our first location, we knew that we had a goal to get a salon, but man, we got lucky, you know, getting in right before downtown Gilbert blew up. So I think we're also just trying to make sure that whatever step we take, that we never jeopardize our current salon and our current business and then continue to grow there's a lot of I've talked with a lot of business owners and there's like uh when you're thinking of expansion of a business there's so many things to consider yeah and you said one really important one and that is I don't want to um 
I don't want to ruin this this good thing I've got here. Yeah. Right? That's By important. making a decision either too soon or, you know, not like timing's a lot. And it's hard to be patient because you want to grow. And we just, how do you decide when? Well, how do you plan and save and keep this safe? That's one of the things and the fears of people who try to expand too quickly. Yeah, I think it's just being smart and knowing that you know you you do have to set yourself up financially in order basically not to get it too in over your head like where right now we have a great thing going and we never want to jeopardize that so let's make sure that we've got the money in the bank that we're ready for um and being realistic i think sometimes you think oh i can just go in and do a full build out well a build out can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars that's right And, you know, then all of a sudden you're halfway through going, oh, my gosh, we're out of money. And so it's really just making sure that you're realistic about your goals. You're realistic about, you know, where you want your business to be and what you want it to look like. And then getting enough money in the bank or capital to where you can afford that and create another beautiful space. And I'm never worried that it's going to work out or not because I know that we are capable of that. It's just a matter of making sure that we set ourselves up for success rather than, like I said, halfway through, and you're like, okay, we're, that's <laughs> we really can afford it. Yeah, that's really good. Right. My, my husband and I are huge followers of um, some, it's a Dave Ramsey, um, oh, yeah. not the financial piece, we've done that, that's okay. great, but he has all of these other offerings for business people, and one of them is called Entre Leadership. So there's like an Entre Leadership Master Series, there's an Entre Leadership Summit that I'm taking, my husband and I are taking seven of our staff to next week. Yeah. And it's going, and if you're, when you're a business owner, you have to always seek out people who are smarter than you, who know more than you, who can help you not make mistakes because they've done it and they can, they can um, give you wise advice. The silliest thing that I hear is when people don't seek out that information and just jump and do something without even finding out what's the best way to do it. So um, when we dive into this entre leadership stuff, they talk to you about everything about like, I think that when we went for the first time, it was in 2016, I'm really big nerd. And I asked my husband for my birthday, can we go to the entre leadership master series? That's so stupid, but I did. That's cool though. It was awesome. And it changed our lives because at that time we had successful businesses, but when we got done with that, we, we looked at each other and we're like, oh my God, we don't know anything. Yeah. And that's so exciting because if we're where we're at, and like you're where you're at and you don't know and you find out you don't know anything because there's so much more to know so that you can run a business most excellently. Because when you run your business excellently, you bless everybody who works for you, everybody who walks through your door. Well, not everybody. You can't please everybody. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but just that learning from people that have already done it and will say, don't do that because that hurts. That stings. Those yeah. are the, the, are you seeking out anything like that for your next steps? Um, I would love that. I mean, that's kind of why I entered into Natural Beauty Rose and Big Money Stylist. And um, I feel like in order to be successful, you almost need to be like a sponge where you're open to things like that, where no matter what you're trying to be, if it's a better business owner or a better boss or just better in your craft, your career, never stop learning like, go to as many classes as you can. I I mean, even with Natural Beaded Rose and BMS, we're actually, they do four events a year where you're flying, you're flying, people are flying from all over the country, mm-hmm. Canada even. Like, I mean, there's women that are really spending a lot of money to continue to learn and 
that's the only way to get better. I totally agree. And um, I'll put a little plug for the Forum Business School here. Yeah, I would love that. We literally have the most practical training um, about all kinds of business stuff, sales and how to work better with your clients to get repeat business and referrals and, you know, things that you should consider when you're hiring and firing, just all of this wealth of practical business knowledge, because we know how much we were blessed by it. Yeah. We just want, we want everybody who's hungry for it to be great because yeah. I want to be surrounded by great business people. Yeah. Yeah. It's inspiring. That's actually really cool that you guys do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, I would for sure come. <laughs> for sure. So um, what advice can you give our audience? Anything, whether it be personal, you've given a ton already. It's oh. been fantastic. <laughs> but um, advice on like um, business or advice on personal growth, anything that you want to make sure that the women who are listening know? Um, I think a huge thing is just, you know, if you're not happy with something, you have the power to change that. You have the power to to go to school or to take these classes where they um, make you better as a, a human being or just a mother or a business person, whatever it is in, in your life that you feel like a passion for or drive for, you can do it. And you don't have to be scared. Like it, One thing that I've figured out about life so far is it will all be okay. Like you got to just go for it because you only have one chance and you deserve to be the happiest that that you can. So, you know, whether that's for us business, like if we want to take those classes or if you're a hairstylist or you're just a mom, you know, it's like give yourself some credit and we all deserve, you know, to be happy and and just, you know, know that it's it's going to be okay and you have the power to change the path of your life. You don't have to ever rely on somebody else to do that for you. I think that's so wise. And one thing I love about this show is it's proof that not all women suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. We're like living proof that there are women out there that are for you. There's women, there are women out there that um, want the best for you. And, yeah. and if you're experiencing um, being surrounded by women who aren't encouraging or women who are catty or whatever you, whatever you want to describe it, here's an excellent example of a woman who's pulling for you. Yeah. So, Brittany, thank you so much yeah, for your encouraging you. words today. Thank you. Um, so go see Brittany at the Beauty Garden. Yeah. And she'll <laughs> give you beautiful hair extensions <laughs> and color. <laughs> thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hey Moms in Business. Have a great day.